Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. All right. What's up, reviewers? It's your co-host, Fran, toddler mom, millennial, master baker, and co-host of this podcast, The Review Crew. And it's Emma, the other co-host, aspiring minimalist, New Yorker, prego lady. Woo. Welcome. Prego sauce. Prego sauce. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? How are you feeling? I feel good right now. Thanks for asking. Mm -hmm. Good. The pup sit is doing the very hard work, and it's it's doing good. That is phenomenal, and I'm so happy that you have pup sit in your life, dude. Guess what I had for dinner tonight? Just guess. Mm -hmm. Was it carnitas? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was. Oh, good. Oh, I love it. Did you make or do you order? I ordered because my husband is at the opera. So oh, I had <laughs> fancy man. So I had time to myself and I was like, oh, perfect opportunity. Got cupcakes, got carnitas, and watched the movie Theater Camp, which I'm happy to review. Probably a short okay. review, frankly. Okay. It's on Hulu for free. Mm-hmm. Um, not great. the review is not great what did this come out recently yeah i feel like it came out like last year and it's like starring ben platt of like broadway fame Mm. and it's just like oh cute kids at like a theater camp and like you know theater camp i guess is silly i've never been but i guess it's a silly Mm. place i can only imagine from what i know about drama kids and what i know about camps for teenagers i can only imagine the shenanigans they're getting into exactly it's a six out of ten movie it's cute and that's it perfect have you ever seen the movie camp which is also about theater camp but from like decades ago okay Seamus and Elisa gave me the DVD of that and I don't know how to work Adrian's DVD player um like they let us borrow it (laughs) so I still haven't watched it shit oh you gotta watch it just so that you can compare the two camp related movies with very similar titles you gotta review I haven't seen it for a long time, but, like, I think Steven's mom had it, so we watched it when we were teenagers. Nice. I remember being like, this is fine. I don't... Okay. Yeah, that's (laughs) what I would say about that. I feel like probably if you uh, were into musical theater, maybe it would be more. Like, if you were a drama kid, I feel like you'd probably identify more with, like, the characters and things. Oh, baby uh, in the background. In process. She did not nap at daycare today, FYI. She did not nap at daycare yesterday. And she did not go to bed early last night. Can so she, like, open doors? Not really. We have, like, you know those, like, lever doorknobs? Yeah. You can kind of pull that and lean and can figure out how to open that door. Um, but we mostly don't have that kind of doorknob and she has not figured it out yet. Thank God. She can do the little lock on the doorknob though, which is very oh, annoying. <laughs> well, I mean, fortunately, you know, it's like the doorknobs where it's like the other side is just like if you just like take a coin, it has like a little slot and you can unlock it that way. So it's like not like any- she's locking anything that needs a key. Thank God. Mm-hmm. um although still really annoying um but yeah so she can only do the locking part which is not great um but cannot cannot open doorknobs yet which is i'm grateful for 
That's good. Yeah, because they would have to do the thing that I did where you just like put your body weight against the door silently so that they think it's locked. <laughs> yes. I mean, we do have a lock on the bedroom door. So fortunately, oh, nice. I just lock it. She, I don't think she'll figure out the coin thing for like a while. <laughs> I feel like we have at least a few years on that. Like if we just never explain it to her, I think that's fine. Nice. Um, I don't know. Who knows with this baby, though? She's a smart one and she's a real firecracker. She is. I like when she's like, hi, Emma. <laughs> like, I feel like it has such a sass to it in a good way. Emma. <laughs> that is definitely how she always says your name. Sometimes, because we do do different um, fantasy things. And for a while, she was really into just pretending to be on an airplane, like, after we've been on the plane oh. to work. And so I'd always be like, where are we going on the airplane? She's like, see, Emma. Oh. Go to New York. <laughs> that's really cute yeah it was uh it's good we like we like to relive the things that we've done yeah that's important for processing mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very good it's very good um speaking of reliving things that we've done i'd like to review something that i did that's recently true. we got to go to a big wedding last weekend which was fun um <laughs> And I wanted to review, which is during the ceremony when the bride and groom are just both openly weeping. And I've just, that's honestly, for me in my life now, is a town of 10. I will cry. Absolutely. I barely know these people. I barely know the people (laughs) whose wedding we're at. It was like one of Steven's coworkers from his old job. Super nice. She like got us really cute stuff for Sylvia, the baby shower. Um, Steven like has worked with her for a while, but like, these are not I've neither of us had ever met her now husband before um and I have met her maybe like twice in my life and spoken for a few minutes um but then it was just like she was walking down the aisle and Steven nudged me and pointed to the groom and he's just like openly weeping and then she's openly weeping and I'm just like oh my god it's so beautiful even though it was like 95 degrees and outside and I was sitting in the sun I was just all sweaty all sweat and tears over there but it was uh still a beautiful moment still a 10 even if 95 degree weather is like at best a seven and that's only when you're in a pool yeah. Like a five the rest of the time, four, <laughs> three, depending on sort of what you're wearing, what you're having to do. Dude, I've been crying a lot recently too, but I love when people cry at weddings and I that definitely does make me cry. I love that. I love also like a, a parent's speech, a father's speech. Yeah. That'll get yeah. me going. I had to take Sylvia to the potty during <laughs> all the toasts. Um, so missed missed all of that, but that was fine. I it's uh, fine. Yeah. But it, yeah, basically, like when someone starts crying in a toast, I'm also crying. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, tell me all the things you've been crying about. Okay, well, these are all these have all been in the last like 24 hours. <laughs> but I, I really feel like I'm not like a very weepy person in general. I don't feel like this pregnancy so far has I've been like that weepy to be honest or that emotional. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's changing, and maybe it's like a later in pregnancy thing or mm-hmm. for me, I don't know. But whatever, because. Like yesterday or the night before last, I watched a TikTok of a lady reading this actual children's book called We Waited for You. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine this yeah, is about right. infertility. Yeah. And it's so cute. Obviously, I watched it and was like sobbing or whatever. Yeah. Um, because it's like they waited for the baby and then at the end the baby's like, I've been waiting for you. 
<laughs> I feel like it's like like it's like the, this is in line with that one child's book that's like something about like the like I'll love you forever or whatever where it's like yeah. the figure the baby as the baby gets old and becomes like an adult and then is carrying the mom and taking care of her and it's like I'll love you forever and you're oh. just like uh fucking rip me apart why'd you do this but dude so then I do this thing where like I heart all the TikToks you know that I like and oh, then yeah. later show them to Adrian so like Adrian <laughs> I was showing my TikToks to Adrian and he got to that one and I was like oh like it's kind of long like you could just skip it or whatever and he, he was like, no, 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 let me see. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's kind of cheesy. Like, you should skip it or whatever. And then he's like, no, yeah. no, no, like, I'm fine. It's fine. Yeah. And then I was just weeping again. Yeah. <laughs> hearing it again. <laughs> yeah, dude. I would cry at things and then tell Stephen about what I had cried at. Like, not even showing him or making him listen to it. I would just be describing to him how I cried at the thing. And as I talk about it, would start crying again. While I, like, at a certain <laughs> point in pregnancy. <laughs> like, just the thought. Just talking about having cried at the thing. Did Adrian That cry? was really sweet. He did not. No, no, no. That but the other thing... <laughs> the other thing I cried at yesterday is... We've been really more into, like, playing guitar because, you know, I've been trying to teach myself. And, like, we got family this rack band. to store... What? A family band. Yeah. Family yeah, family band. Band. Exactly. A family band. Yeah. So we and got a, a hot rack. Okay. <laughs> where both of our guitars can be, like, on display and just easily grabbable at all times, which is great. Mm, exactly. Changes the game. Perfect. Um, so last night he was like, oh, like I should, we should, or he was like, this, this is not how he said it, but basically it was like, oh, I could like play a little song for the baby or whatever in like oh, my belly. Oh, no, I know. So cute. so cute. Yeah. I love that. So then he played like a, a song that was like an Antarctica Vespucci song, like not a, not a child's song, not a lullaby, not sad in any way, but mm-hmm. it, I was crying. I was crying. Yeah, it's the beauty of the moment. You gotta be crying. You gotta be crying for that. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. 10 out of 10 to Adrian. He's very cute. He's 10 very cute. out of 10 to you crying at everything. So important to do that. Well, Prig. Yeah. You can't fight it. You gotta lean in. Yeah, it felt like a real pregnant moment. And mm-hmm. I was like, I love this. Do you have any other, any other things you've cried at? That has been it. That has been it mm. for like this week. Very nice. I feel like, okay, I don't know if it was the pregnancy that was a transformation or if this started beforehand, but I feel like I was never a super weepy person. No, I think I just fought that in myself. Like, I feel like I Aww. always would, like, I get sucked into movies very easily. Like, very corny plots that are, like, like, yeah. like basically, like, boy meets world style plots that are, like, intended to just, like, make you experience an emotion at the end. And it's so obvious and corny, but then you're just, like, still moved. I feel like that was yeah. always me, but then I, like, fought it with my sarcastic teen cynicism. And as an adult, I've just been, like, shedding that, shedding that replacing it with just marshmallow fluff instead um and then pregnancy just really like really made me cry at everything and then this morning it's just like like sometimes just like certain albums I will just like never not cry while listening to them like at least like like I'll like tear up like now being a non-pregnant person I can just sort of like experience I can feel the emotion welling up and that I want to cry but I'm like I'm at work so I'm not going to and like I'm able to do that whereas when pregnant impossible um, but I was fucking listening to Fetch the Bolt Cutters again today oh, by Fiona Apple. That album is so good. It's so good. I feel like it's a 10 out of 10. And the reason I was listening to it 
um, is because Angela Trimber, Trimber, yeah. she just posted her dance that she choreographed to, I think it's I Want You to Love Me is the song title or something like that. Or is that what it's called? I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. It's something like that. It's the first, it's the first track on the album. Um, her dance was great. That first song is so fucking good and I love it. All tens. And then I was just like, God, I fucking love this album. And so I just I was um working by myself in the morning. And so I just blasted that shit for the beginning of my work day. And it was so good. And that is an album, yeah. Just every time I'm just like a little tear comes to my eye. It's so good. I love that. Dude, I've soured on Angela Trimber though. <laughs> I know. She's great. And she's such a good dancer, but it's like her class just like sucked. Yeah. <laughs> and people really still it. they post videos of themselves at her class and are like this is so fun I love this and I'm like you've definitely not been to hot bitch like you don't know what a truly fun class could be <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah because like that's the thing is like even if her choreography is awesome that doesn't make her a good dance teacher that doesn't make it a fun class experience like exactly. I feel like like maybe if you yeah I don't know yeah I don't I don't that's your experience there has has changed has changed my view i'll say that um basically but i still love to watch it two of the people who i was in that exact class with like the one when i went to angela's class mm-hmm. and i just ran into two people i know which is like crazy <laughs> in the first thing mm-hmm. but they both recently posted more videos in her classes being like i'm having the time of my life and i'm like i would never go back i would never go back it's for a certain kind of person I guess I know I was thinking about that because in my in my Zumba class the teacher was like spending one second to like switch playlists to find the next song Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) and like it literally took her two seconds and even then I was just like didn't you like why do you like have them on separate things like why don't you put (laughs) your music together to like make this easier or whatever um and that was literally one second and i remember you just talking about her like searching songs for like ever um and it's just like searching songs forever and then the one she landed on would be like hit me baby one more time it would be like the absolute most basic basic (laughs) millennial like yeah yeah it's just like you gotta just why um yeah yeah annoying annoying but she's great i also i shouldn't diss her I shouldn't diss her. It's just there are better classes in New York City. Yeah, for like for people wanting to follow a dancer on Instagram, follow her. Great. Watch her performance yeah. to the first song from Fetch the Bolt Cutters, incredible 10 out of 10 album. Amazing. People searching a dance class, you fucking know where to go. It's to the hot bitch fucking class. Come on. Exactly. exactly. Come the fuck on. And if you're in Vallejo, it's to the community education Zumba class, obviously. Yes. That's where we're Very at. Good. That's where we're at right now. So um, okay, I have something else related to things we cry at and things oh, that women are crying. Okay, I've been catching up. Steve and I were catching up on Reservation Dogs. We're I think we're an episode behind now. We didn't watch any this last weekend. Um, mm-hmm. but the episode before that, whatever. I feel like a lot of their episodes are pretty emotional, or at least have like emotional moments, even if they're also very funny. Last episode we watched was like pretty like had some intense emotions for me coming up, feeling sad. And then I want to rate the commercial for hymns that won't stop fucking playing during <laughs> while we watch it. Just interrupting. So I'm going from this very emotional moment because like we don't pay to have ad free Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, we're paying your basic ass price that for some reason still comes with ads, even though we're paying for anything, which is honestly 
<laughs> do you okay do you remember the time when hulu was free but had ads if you paid nothing do you remember that golden age? yes yes oh i loved it and i remember when it was like oh and now you can pay and have ads and you have to pay even more to not have ads and i'm just like this is hell dude uh-huh. oh wait i wanted to interrupt for a second though because i also was just recently thinking about how hulu has come so far and it's like it's kind of i could only have hulu and i feel like i'd be fine it seems like it seems like kind of the place to be. Definitely like I watch, there's I have more interest on Hulu than I do on Netflix at this point. Definitely. I've told Adrian we should cancel our Netflix, frankly. I really it's like literally it's like do I just well, I mean I don't fucking pay for Netflix. I steal it from my mom, so I don't know what I'm <laughs> trying to like fucking talk about over here. Um sorry mom, I assume you already know. Um but uh don't offend you, mom. Uh, but I'm like, I would have to keep Netflix for the GBBO. Like, I would have to at yeah. least resubscribe every time a Great British Bake Off came off. And by off, I mean on. <laughs> Anyways. Sorry, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So watching Reservation Dogs, have you seen the commercials for Hims? Hims. Oh, like the uh, male supplement, yes. Yes, <laughs> it's just like this whole thing where like, basically it's like, so they also have hers and it's like the same company, yeah. but like tar- tar- their ads targeting women. And it's so weird to me because, like, the ads targeting men are all about erectile dysfunction and how you can, yeah. like, get diagnosed online, get supplements or medicines online, and it's, like, so easy, whatever. And then all the ads for women are just, like, are you really sad? Are you just, like, really depressed and sad? It's all, like, antidepressant kind of stuff. And it's just so <laughs> funny to me of just being, like, what even is this company that just only sells stuff for men's dicks and women's depression? <laughs> like, it's so fucking weird. Um, weird. And just, like, I'm, like, literally just, like, watching this show, fucking crying, thinking about my fucking ancestors, thinking about those that have passed, and then I'm just suddenly assaulted by just, like, men talking about just, like, you ever have trouble just getting it up anymore? And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> dude i want you to know that every time you said hymns like earlier in this conversation before you like clarified that it was a commercial i was picturing like hyms and was like a commercial for hymns (laughs) honestly (laughs) that would have been at least slightly more like i feel like appropriate um yeah it is a yeah that's very funny i don't know but it was um it's i would say it's a I'm trying to decide what out of 10 this is. It was, I think it's like a zero. It's a zero for me. These commercial breaks and the terrible commercials and the weird feelings I have to experience uh, switching between these things. And also for some reason, the rest of the commercials I seem to get on Hulu are for like fucking pharmaceuticals with just the absolute worst side effects. Um, Mm -hmm. Absolutely horrifying to watch every time. I agree with that. Wait, speaking of uh, commercials for things, Mm -hmm. uh, we, we saw a movie in theaters recently, which was Bottoms, which I'll review. But Dude, there was a trailer. I want to see that. Dude, there was a trailer for this new Scorsese movie. Have you seen this? No. Okay, now, I don't remember the full title, but it has something like flower and moon and maybe the word blood in the title. Oh, Scorsese. That, that, like, is a title of a book for sure. Okay, yeah. And it stars, like, Leonardo DiCaprio, like, as always. Okay. And Indigenous People. Mm-hmm. so yeah. i was wondering if you knew about this i know of like i've heard of this book 
that's the end of my knowledge. I feel like okay. I've, I feel like I've probably been recommended this book by eight people, and I think to myself, in a smarter time in my life, I would pick it up and read it. The time of my life I'm in right now, it ain't happening. Um, but that's interesting. I watched the trailer. I don't know anything about the movie. Immediately, I'm like starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, I don't know about it then. I don't know what. Okay, that's so like. funny. <laughs> starring Leonardo DiCaprio, I was like this looks good and then, <laughs> and then afterwards just talking to adrian about it and adrian was like i feel like scorsese just kind of makes the same movie but like in a different setting and he had a good point mm. he had a good mm. point with that one yeah yeah i would uh believe it but you know i mean if you like it then you know you'll like his other movies you know that's true and we love godfather and we love godfather part two yeah we can't not we don't, can't we not. don't we all don't we all do. <laughs> wait you seen them <laughs> Um, I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one. Which is the best one, so you gotta get on that. That's what the people say. I know. I watched The Godfather, like, a hundred years ago, and then I was like, wow, amazing. I gotta watch the second one, and then one hundred years have passed, and I'm close to death <laughs> now, and I'll have never seen it. <laughs> oh, but Bottoms, dude. I gotta review mm-hmm. Bottoms. Yeah, let me know. Okay. I will not, like... I'm trying to, again, just the invasion of commercials. So one, I have found the trailer for this compelling. It is constantly being advertised to me on YouTube, including while I'm trying to show my sweet baby girl Tama videos <laughs> of a little cute Japanese cartoon of a Sanrio egg, a lazy egg, while I brush her hair. And then it's just showing me this raunchy trailer. <laughs> Um and I'm like inappropriate. Can you like not show me this while I'm watching like something targeted to three year olds? Yeah, for real. <laughs> Anyways, um, tell me all about the movie. Okay, no spoilers except for sometimes my poor attitude spoils things for people, <laughs> and that might be the case for this one. But um, it's all right. It's funny. I laughed. Okay, I had some okay. moments of laughter. Okay, I found the two leads very charming. Io Debris, love her. She's also in everything she was also in theater camp nice Um, dude i love this i love it she's the star she is and the other lead was also really charming and she apparently like wrote the movie too whatever and friggin the football i want to say football player marshawn lynch i want to say he was in it he's actually really funny he was probably the funniest character all right um it's funny it's not as funny as i wanted it to be Mm. You know, and here's what I think happened. The night before we saw Bottoms, it was a weekend, Mm -hmm. and we watched Austin Powers 2 Spy Who Shagged Me. (laughs) Okay, review that. The second one. You need that. That movie fucking slaps. (laughs) It's really good. (laughs) Like, I've seen it before, obviously. I've seen it, like, probably many times. Yeah. Like, but it had been, obviously, a while. (laughs) Mm-hmm. since i'd seen it and it's so funny like austin powers is so funny when was the last time you saw it was it when you were 15 definitely i was living at home so yeah definitely probably around yeah. 15 i watched and my favorite that. was gold member because we had that on dvd and beyonce's in it yeah you gotta love it but felicity shagwell's in uh the spy of shag me right that's the is that the lady no the blonde, the blonde chick is she maybe the- maybe stop the first one to be honest. Maybe she's in the first one. I don't remember. All right, who's in the second? What is what happened? No, you're probably right. I don't I don't remember names. <laughs> <laughs> this is they go. There's like a time machine. Uh, they go back to the '60s. He's got the like car, you know, the Shagmobile. Goes back yeah, to the yeah. '60s. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um. Oh, and this is also the one with the song. Um, 
just the two of us and <laughs> I still remember the words to the rap was like from the moment I heard from maybe it's been long enough where I can enjoy the movies again I, I don't know I feel like Steven and I tried to rewatch some Austin Powers like I don't remember which one like maybe five years ago and it was like still too soon from like the teenage binging of it that I had done I'm just like I can't like this is <laughs> um okay oh. i love that i think so for you austin powers the spy of shagmi is a 10 out of 10 a 9 out of 10 what are we talking? i feel like the whole trilogy is a 10 out of 10 like it's wow. really funny yeah yeah <laughs> adrian likes the part he just says so many funny things but like when he's like ouch baby very <laughs> ouch <laughs> oh my god so good uh you i am loving how much you are loving this it is so good and funny okay great perfect all right so then we saw bottoms and i'm like oh this is is good but it's not Mm. giving it's not giving i have no and i feel like sometimes i overhype things because i want them to be extremely good like i really wanted um book smart to be super funny and super good i like that i like that i thought that it during the movie was like i loved the trailer a lot and i liked in certain moments of it were super funny but while i was watching it i was like a lot of this is like not that funny yeah fine it was fine, exactly. It great, and I didn't like that the message of the movie was like, "Well, the popular kids are actually also smart," and it's just like, <laughs> that's actually not true a lot of the time. That's so not true. <laughs> I'm like, also, the nerdy kids are sometimes not that smart. It's just like a lot of people aren't actually that smart, and like that's fine. But like that, I felt like the the moral of the story it came off very like. I was a popular kid and people didn't think I was very smart and I actually went to Yale. And like that was I felt like where the movie was coming from. Yeah. Weird this, vibe. Okay, this is the movie definitely this one bottoms. It wasn't bad. It was cute. It was funny. But um I think this is what also ruined it for me, which is right before the movie started and like the trailers, the person in the row behind us was hacking coughing. Like no. horribly coughing. And then so obviously I'm like on edge for germs. Uh-huh. But then the movie starts and the same person is laughing so loud from like <laughs> the intro scene. Like Adrian and I talked about this afterwards. It was like, there's no way that that scene was like that funny. <laughs> but she was laughing so hard that we actually couldn't hear what was being said <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> right. And it was crazy. But anyway, yeah. she calmed down after that initial scene. Uh-huh. Um. But I also feel like it's one of those where the trailer has the best parts. Yeah, yeah, that was my concern. I'll probably rent it someday when it comes out for streaming in a hundred years. I give uh, it a seven, so it's not bad. It's not all right, bad. yeah, seven. A seven is reasonable, dude. Speaking of hacking, coughing, I have a somewhat related review, which is stocking Ricola at work, which is no, my vibe now. This is my goal always. I'm always someone that like as soon as it hits cold season and my first cold, there's a full bag of Ricola in my purse at all times. Um and what I've started doing is I just buy Ricola at Costco and I've just fucking fill up a container. Like I have like all like my little containers of like flavored sugars, like fucking some dried flower petals that we decorate stuff with. All my little decorations, little bits of toffee that I've made peanuts random shit all in like little deli core containers all sitting on my shelf where i work i also just have a deli of ricola 
on my fucking shelf at work because a couple weeks ago someone started absolutely fucking coughing up their lungs at work and i was like you know what disgusting to i don't want to get fucking sick and if i do get sick i need to have ricola and i also want to be able to give this to everybody and in part is to be a nice person that kind person i want people to not feel like they're dying at work and i'm also just like you will spread less germs if you fucking cough less um yeah and so keeping a big container of ricola for the staff to have that i just will personally stock out of my own money I am fully fine to do that. I love doing that. It is, I would say, a 9 out of 10 for me. Um, I love to have it. I love to have it. It has saved me many times when I've unexpectedly developed a cough at work. I don't like the taste of that. I can't do it. (laughs) Like That's actually a yucky thing that you're doing. (laughs) Ricola is the only cough drop I like. I love it. I don't. I like ones that are honey lemon flavored, but not Ricola. Mm, That's fair. That's fair. I I feel like it's a particular a particular flavor. I definitely get medicinal really sick of it in like cold season. Like mm-hmm. I hate I a cough drop. I hate when I'm in a phase where I'm needing cough drops and I just feel like my teeth are coated in cough drop. Like all my teeth yeah. have turned into cough drops by the end of certain colds, and it's just like ugh. that's how I felt last cold season because it was so fucking bad. Nasty. 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 Um, I'm trying to think if I have anything else related. Okay, I have something sort of related to germs. Oh, I do want to share really quick. This will be a little Sylvia story. Um, yeah. Her hands were smelling like butt again. So I was forcing her to wash her hands <laughs> and raging her. She gets so furious when I make her watch. She, like, she doesn't like to wash her hands. She doesn't like to wash her hands. And, like, of course, we make her wash <laughs> her hands regularly because she's potty training, uses the potty now, and she's a mess. Puts her hands in her butt all the time. <laughs> Whatever. So we, she has to have a whole fit about washing her hands. Finally, I get her to wash her hands. She insists on doing it by herself with the door closed to the bathroom. This is, like, a new thing. She insists the door be closed, like, all the time now. And she goes, Mama, back. Go. <laughs> back. <laughs> closed door i'm like okay fine she washes uh, she's like i'm done i'm like did you soap no and i'm like okay you don't wash them again so she does um and then after washing her hands is like oh i have to go potty and i'm like okay so i like get her on the potty she wants help getting on the potty wants me to leave again i leave come back wipe her whatever and then i'm like you have to wash your hands again she's like i just washed (laughs) i just wash they're clean they're clean she's like showing me your hands clean and I'm like, you have to do it every time you use the potty. I just wash. Um, I do convince her and I basically decide I'm like, I'm going to just take a moment here to explain germs to my child. Nice. Um, which I'm like, germs are a thing that you can't see and they make you sick. And sometimes your hands look dirty because there's dirt on them. And you can see dirt. But sometimes there's dirty because there's germs on them. And you can't see germs. And I'm just like, why am I even saying this to a two-year-old? No, this like, is What great. is she learning from this? Like, whatever. So but I'm much. Like, she is sort of not fighting me right now while I continuously talk in sort of this bland way about germs. <laughs> She's just sort of like distracted by that and allowing me to just wash her hands. So I'll just like continue <laughs> to do that. Um, and She's uh, so yeah. So, She's probably absorbing it all. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what this girl absorbs, honestly. Like simultaneously <laughs> everything and also absolutely nothing the thing is that she absorbs everything but it just doesn't actually affect her behavior (laughs) it's the unfortunate reality 
Um, yeah. But yeah, trying to get Sylvia to wash her hands is like a six out of ten. I periodically am like, maybe I just don't let her, don't force her to wash her hands this time. And I'm like, no, she needs to wash her fucking hands. Like, I need to fight this battle, unfortunately. Because I love yeah. to just, I love to just decide to not fight and just be like, fine, do whatever you want. But I'm like, you actually just took a shit and I'm like, not like, <laughs> out of the bathroom until you washed your hands. Like, I've had to like, because I usually just leave the bathroom door open when I'm going in with her. And, like, sometimes she's, like, like, she'll just run out. Like, she'll run out when I'm, like, time to wash hands. No! And just, like, probably, like, actually, like, basically slam the door in her face. And then I was, like, you're washing your hands. We're not leaving the bathroom to wash your hands. And I just had to let her throw a fit on the bathroom floor for, like, I think I sat in the bathroom with her for, like, ten minutes before she would wash her hands. So I'm just, like, we're not leaving the room until you wash your hands. We're not doing it. And I can't, like, I tried to pick her up and just be like, I'm going to just pick you up and wash your hands. And it was just like full noodle body. And I'm like, I don't want to drop you in the bathroom of all places. Like so many hard edges, so much porcelain in here. Um, So I guess I'll just let you freak out on the floor and periodically check in with you about when you're going to be washing your hands. And I'm just going to play on my phone for 10 minutes and not really talk to you except to ask you this. Um. And, you know, that was, I don't know, a five out of ten. It was annoying. It was boring. And she did eventually wash her hands, though. So, I guess. Yeah, that's a win. That's a win. I don't know. There's so many wins. It's like, we win, but at what cost? (laughs) (laughs) That That is how I feel about parenting a toddler. I win, but at what cost? It's hard stuff. I hear. I hear. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what's not hard at all? What? Making pancakes on an electric nonstick griddle. Do you have one of those? No, I don't. <laughs> but I recently, it was recently my mama's birthday. Shout out, mama. Happy birthday. Um, Happy birthday. And we did a birthday brunch with her. And my sister has an electric nonstick griddle. And my sister was saying there's a thing that her husband actually had before they were together. Like, when they moved in together, she brought it. And she, like, basically, like, tried to get him to get rid of it, like, a number of times. He's like, no, it's actually really useful. And she, because it's just, like, we have a fucking stove, you know? Yeah. But she's, like, basically has been convinced that it's perfect and brought it to this. Because literally, it makes the perfect pancakes. It just holds the perfect exact temperature that you need it to hold. It's nonstick. Like, every time I've made pancakes at home, I'm burning at least a few of them. Like, the temperature's constantly, like, spiking up, then way too low. It's, like, everything is inconsistent. They're all different colors. Mm-hmm. I made the most perfect pancakes of my fucking life on this electric griddle. It is almost enough to make me go buy one. Like, I'm just, like, I <laughs> would maybe store this in my garage for the twice a year I fucking have pancakes. Steven doesn't even fucking like pancakes, so I would, like, never use this ever <laughs> when I have friends over. But it is just, like, it was so perfect it's like i'm the only reason i'm giving it a 9 out of 10 instead of a 10 out of 10 is because it requires having a whole additional appliance yeah like if you're someone that makes pancakes a lot like you should fucking get one that was so nice it was amazing it was amazing dude you know what i considered when i was looking at like wedding registry stuff is like they have those like flat griddles that go over like two of your burners or whatever. Yeah. Like, not an electric one. I was like, that honestly is really nice for pancakes. But yeah, we don't make them that much. We have <laughs> one of those, but it is cast iron. Mm, and nice. it, I do love it. We, we mostly use it for just like heating up tortillas. Mm. Um, but like, and that's what I've used when I've made pancakes. And it is nice to like have the surface, but like, yeah. we don't, 
it's still I'm just like constantly overheating it and then it like holds the heat for a long time because it's cast iron and then I'm like turning it down and then it's just like not cooking it's also like our stove the like two main burners I would use for it it's like one of them even on the lowest setting is basically high um Mm -hmm. which is great for when I'm boiling pasta and not great for most other things like you cannot have things on a gentle simmer on that burner you just have it on fucking blast nice Um, wait wait I'm hearing something from my living room and I'm scared (laughs) I'm home alone guys do you need do you need to check while while we're on the call we're, we're, we're check on the call. Check on the call. Check. Alert. Call. Alert. <laughs> alert. Alert. Everyone, get out. Get out. Get out of here. Thing? It was the wind. It was the wind. <laughs> it always is. It always is. All right. Good. Good one wind. Good one wind. Dude, <laughs> you win this time. You win this time. <laughs> Dude, speaking of spooky, I am like so excited for October and Halloween this year. Me too. I, I am, love it. I am never. I've never been into like fall that much. Like fall is always like like I, I enjoy the changing of seasons. I enjoy fall baked goods and like pumpkin spice shit like everybody else. But I'm like I'm never like that into Halloween or fall stuff. And I am like every time I think about it I get a fucking thrill. I'm so excited. So- cute i went to trader joe's for the fall stuff Mm -hmm. got a few it made me so happy i got like one of those little like hot chocolate sticks that you like stir into a cup of milk and i haven't used it yet but just imagining having hot chocolate i was like oh yeah it's nice that's so good dude i so cozy sylvia was like i don't know playing pretend with one of her little teacups and i was asking her if she was serving hot chocolate and then, and Steven and I realized that, because she looked at me, like, both excited <laughs> and confused, and we're like, we haven't really given her, I think maybe we let her sip some hot chocolate last year, but, like, we weren't, we were still trying to, like, keep down the sugar a lot, so, like, we didn't mm-hmm. really, like, give her some where she would, like, remember anything, and, like, the look on her face, and I was just like, I can't fucking wait to make that for you, it's gonna blow your mind. That, yeah, that's a delight. Dude, that's and great. Speaking of the coming of fall and like the magic coming of fall, so like I've been, I planted um, a California lilac in my front yard. And to like get it to like establish, you have to like water it once a week, like a deep watering once a week. This mm-hmm. is relevant because to fall because so I'm watering this one spot every week. And I just noticed, and this was like several weeks ago, I'm like, what is this what is this big plant growing here growing next to it or like a not like huge but like leafy plant that like is getting some flowers on it like it looks like a gourd like this looks like some kind of gourd plant like some sort of like pumpkin squash situation but I'm like I didn't fucking plant that and like this definitely isn't a weed in my yard I guess I'll just let it grow and I'm only gonna water it when I water this fucking bush so it's like getting its once a week deep watering and now it's like fully growing a tiny mini pumpkin. And I'm remembering I bought like a few Aww. little mini decorative pumpkins like from Grocery mm-hmm. last year to put on our steps, which then we obviously let sit there for months until they started to rot. And like, I think one like got fucking thrown, like the squirrels got to one, like started eating it and like spreading its seeds around. And I'm like, oh my God, one of my little mini pumpkins that I bought last year some fucking animal because they were ripping open those pumpkins 
fucking spread these seeds around and now it's just growing in my fucking yard the miracle of life that's a magical yeah this is a fall fucking miracle i'm so excited there's just like a (laughs) tiny little pumpkin starting to grow oh that's definitely not like an edible big pumpkin i think it's like i think it's gonna be one of the little white white ones that i had gotten those tiny little pumpkins so the tragic part of my trader joe's journey was i was going for mini pumpkins and they didn't have any they were sold out and zero out of ten yeah but listen next time you get one just accidentally leave it in your (laughs) on your front steps for way too long until the squirrels spread it maybe you'll get one growing out of the sidewalk in front of your apartment next year (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, like, through the cement exactly. or where, where all the rats live. Life will find a way. It Life will. will find a way. Fucking, what's his name? Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Jurassic yes. Park. Life will find a way. I mean, even though I think that the old man says it first, but all I care about is Jeff Goldblum, obviously. <sighs> I didn't really see those. <sighs> okay. Okay. I've seen the first and I've seen for some reason we owned the lost world the second one on VHS when I was a kid so I've seen that one like a million times um and then I've seen Jurassic Park like the first one a couple times I think I saw the third one once and then I have not seen anything that's come out since then like I saw Chris Pratt looks terrible only the one that came out like four years ago it was like Jurassic World or something um in theaters Chris (laughs) Pratt and the lady with like a severe haircut the lady who's like really pretty. Yeah. What's yeah. her name? She's I don't like know. Red hair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I didn't see that. It looked fucking bad. You should watch Jurassic Park. Park. Don't you? You love you love a Spielberg, dude. Were you even saying that? Watch fucking Jurassic Park. Yeah, it doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't appeal to me. Emma, what? Maybe you're. My son will be really into dinos. You know, you never know. With you sons. never know. You could get a dino kid. My sister's first son, not really into dinosaurs, but big into robots. Second son, <laughs> literally could name every dinosaur basically right now. He I like love that. that. I've had like students like that. And I'm like, you're really smart. That's so cool. It is so fun. And it is just like, it's so like accidental. I feel like what they get into i mean not accidental but i'm just like there's no way to control what they get into and like what they decide because it's just like it could have been pokemon and it's like and so many kids memorize like every pokemon it's like Mm -hmm. if you just had the interest in something else that was reality you could like know a lot about it that was real but yeah and like this isn't to like shit on pokemon pokemon's fucking great but it is just like I feel like it's a special little charm. Like when kids get really into like rockets or something, and you're just like, "Damn, yeah. that seems really smart." Even though it's the same as the kid that's obsessed with Digimon or Naruto, but it's just like, "Well, this one like works more in reality, so it like seems smarter." Even though you both have incredible skills memorization. Dude, did I ever tell you about this? I hadn't really ever heard of this or registered it as a thing until like a couple years ago in New York City, mm-hmm. um, which is touch a truck. Where you like bring your little toddler and they just have like a fire truck and like a garbage truck and they can just like go and sit in the truck. Oh my god, I need to find that for Sylvia. How cute is that? That's so cute. And for that reason, I'm like, we have to be into trucks. It's required. Sylvia's into trucks. Sylvia's into trucks. I think we went to Target recently. We were looking for a gift for my mom. I was like walking through the toy section with Sylvia. 
And she stopped at, she loved all the different Barbies, all the Barbie things, all the dolls, all the princess stuff, loves that. Also extremely interested in the giant Nerf gun rifle, like the automatic rifle (laughs) Nerf gun was just like amazing. And then like the big tractors was really into that as well. Um, Really all toys, I think uh, she was really into. But those were like sort of the main things were like the super pink princess playhouse kind of things, Mm -hmm. like the full sets, (laughs) Um, the giant gun and then uh, (laughs) tractors. What's your stance on like buying like toy guns for your child? Um, I think that buying anything realistic looking for your kid is a really bad idea because um, of a lot of reasons that are horrifying to think about. Um, I also think that Nerf guns and laser gun, like laser tag, I think all that stuff is like super fun. And like water guns, I think is super fun. I have like pop guns, I also think are kind of fun. I have absolutely no problem with that. I will say that Steven um, has very different beliefs than I do on this. And I don't care enough about guns to, like, uh, go against his wishes and buy Sylvia a bunch of fake guns. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> like, whatever. Um, but for me, I'm just like, this is just like, like, for stuff that's obviously t- obviously a toy, I'm like, this is obviously a toy. And I don't think yeah. that this glorifies um, gun ownership to have a fucking water gun or a laser yeah. gun in my house. As soon as you said water gun too, I was like, oh man, yeah, those are really fun. You can't deny someone like water guns. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, yeah. But you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I understand why people have strong opinions on gun-shaped toys, but yeah. uh, I just don't. I just don't. I had laser tag guns as a kid, a lot of water guns, and I thought they were the coolest shit ever nice yeah dude laser Uh, tag is really fun too that's been a while yeah i was a little terrified of like the laser tag place in sonoma county because it's like dark and they put in like that fake mist yeah i remember going i think i went to like an older kid's birthday where it was like me and the younger sister (laughs) of the birthday kid were like there by ourselves like Mm. playing and i just remember being like i'm I'm too young for this. Like, <laughs> this is this is out of my league. I can't. I can't do this. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, but then we had our own set that we would play with in our backyard, and that was fucking awesome. Yeah, nice. Mhm. I loved it. I loved it. Um, oh, I tried a new item at Trader Joe's. Should I review? Um, please reveal. This is the frozen chia pudding bowl, and it's like um. Is it's it got like- coconut cream. It's topped with mango, frozen mango, and frozen blueberries, and it's got like um, what's the what's it called? It's like a citrusy yuzu passion fruit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good guess. Yeah, it's got passion fruit juice. Anyway, yeah. Um, had it for breakfast this morning. Really good. Very satisfying. So, what is okay? Do you eat it straight out of the freezer? So this is what's annoying is it's frozen solid as a brick, and the directions are like leave it out at room temperature for seventy five minutes stir it and leave another leave it for another 15 to 20 minutes so long story short i tried my best but eventually i just kind of was eating it frozen yeah yeah i'm like what if you put it in your fridge overnight yeah that was another option that i didn't do yeah yeah that it requires a lot of forethought exactly um Um, you can also microwave it but i just didn't have the effort to do that yeah that's too much at work but it was really good um that sounds honestly pretty delightful and you know i love a smoothie bowl 
Yeah. Sylvia's chia. Uh, chia. It's a chia smoothie bowl. Smooth chia. Interesting. I love. Oh, I was going to say that now I like. I mean, Sylvia already loves smoothies. It's like a go to snack food when it's like between meals. If she's hungry, I'll like make a smoothie really fast for her. Um, and now I made one for her like her second day of daycare, like on her way home. I'm like, let's go home and make smoothies. Um, and now every day on our drive home from daycare, she's like smoothie, 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 <laughs> and just keeps asking me when she'll have a smoothie. And I'm just like, when we fucking get home and make it like, and then we get home and she's like, it's smoothie time. And I'm what she actually calls <laughs> Musa's. So the whole time we place the word smoothie with Musa. She's like, Musa? I was going to say. Now? Um, and, uh, it, uh, I'm just like, I have to make it for you. And she's like, I want to listen now. And I'm just like, <laughs> it it's, can't be done. And I always think to myself, like, basically every day of daycare now, it will be like 10 minutes before I have to leave. And I'll be like, I should just make the smoothie right now. And then I could bring it to her. She could have it in the car. And that would be such a little delight for her. And then Aww. I'm just like, this is I can't set that precedent. That precedent, I was gonna say. I can't do that. I can't even like I don't even want to prepare it earlier. I actually, you know, I did that the other day where I made it. I made her smoothie and I put it in the fridge because I wanted to eat my smoothie right then because I was hungry. Um, mm-hmm. but she, I don't think she really caught on to the fact that I didn't have to prepare it right then, so that it didn't it didn't stick as a problem. But yeah, I'm like, I don't think I can bring it to you for the car ride home, honestly. It's just like, that's too much pressure on me. Because sometimes I'm just trying to nap for literally as long as possible before I go to pick her up. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Trying to that napping. Um, okay. <laughs> speaking of food. Speaking of food. Yes. I want to review something that I feel like I've mentioned on the podcast before, which is fucking Padma Lakshmi's Taste the Nation. Boo! Dude, it's so good. It's such a good show, even though she is like a robot. Like when you listen to her narration, I love I love it. And I just make fun of it the whole time we're listening, which is like, and now we're going to this thing and it makes this delicious food. And now <laughs> we're going to see where they grow this incredible indigenous ingredient and where they harvest the food. Like, I don't even know. It's so funny. I just love all the stuff she says. But then I feel like she does actually, though, like she gets into like the interesting cultural aspects of food in a way that I feel like a lot of other food shows don't do. And like she freaking went to an amazing Mexican food place and she ordered a plain bean burrito and she ate it and was like, yum. <laughs> I'm like, what? What kind of food show is this? Like, give me you need something. To watch, you need to watch more of the fucking show. That is like one moment in a show. I barely <laughs> even remember that. And also there was an entire episode around that where she's eating other foods. Because he's not, like, featuring... I feel like she's not doing, like, big restaurant features. um, Which I feel like a lot of food shows do. Um, It's, like, a way more diverse food show than basically any other food show. Like, there was... um, Sylvia's trying to break into the room. Um, (laughs) What was Dave Dave Chang's uh, food show called? Tasty. Delicious. I don't know. Yeah, Ugly Delicious. Ugly Delicious. And that one definitely gets into it, but I just feel like 
he it didn't I feel like she like gets into it with the people she's interviewing a little bit more than I feel like he did did but um I mean I would love for more of his show to show up too um I just feel like it's a unique food show um it is fun to watch and everyone should watch it I would call it I would call it an eight or nine out of ten. Eight point five. Wow. Eight point wow. five. You gotta watch more of it, dude. You gotta watch more of it. And I do, this is my favorite part of the show though, is the moment every single show where whoever whatever like group they're talking about, where they just talk about how like food's just so important to their culture and just kind of like uniquely like it's just like food kind of brings us together. And like <laughs> food's just kind of uniquely important to my culture. And I just love that you just get to have that for every culture in every single episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Turns out food's important to a lot of different people. Who would have thought? I don't know. Dude, being of important foods, I did make um, sort of something. In- Basically, I followed a recipe for something once. And then I just make versions of it that I call the same thing, even though I don't really know it strictly defines it but there is something called samfaina which is like i think it's like i want to say it was like when i was googling it it was maybe like a catalan dish but it's basically like ratatouille adjacent and it's just like you cook the shit out of like eggplant and zucchini and summer squash and like onions and garlic and you just cook it for so long in hella olive oil um and it becomes so delicious and so good and I made that a couple days ago and every time I make it I'm just like I need to make this every week and <laughs> put it on pasta and put it on toast and just eat it by the spoonful it's so good sounds like ratatouille yeah interesting mm-hmm. yeah I mean you know it's all a similar region-ish yeah um, but it's a delight everyone should google it make it ratatouille's really gotten you know it's like too big so this is like you need to check this other one out. Yeah. Whoa. I'm hearing <laughs> myself echo to myself. Weird. Oh, the worst. Well, should well, we end there? Um, sure. Sure. Works for me. I'm pretty much out of stuff anyway. Um, yeah, I had a very food heavy day. I will say I was super hungry today. You know, you know how that is. I I do know how it is, and I know that it is accentuated for you. Do you want to quickly rapid fire list everything you ate today, um, or just yeah. a rating to the all of the food you ate? Like, I want to hear each thing you ate, and like a quick, your just knee jerk the number rating for each thing. Um, I started my day with a drinkable yogurt, which I've been having like daily, and I love that. But it's like so quick and so small. Mm-hmm. but there's still that's a good way to start your day 10 out of 10 all right and then got to work and i was like i'm starving again had my water had baby bell yeah. maybe some other snacks i had around i forget um and then i taught classes and then i was like i'm so hungry i was <laughs> yeah. dying mm-hmm. and then i ate my chia seed bowl yeah and so i think i had cheesy popcorn and like mm. Did I have another snack? The perfect. Oh yeah, popcorn. I had a um, I had an uncrustable, dude. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, hell yeah! And like, okay, so that oh, I had some saltwater taffy left over from the beach. Oh damn! You need to rate all of those. Saltwater taffy, I'm giving an eight. 
Okay. For what it's if it's the once a year thing, you know what I mean? It's not yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. Um, cheesy popcorn's fine. This one wasn't great. It was like five. Mm. Um, what brand was it? Skinny Pop. <laughs> They're not as good. Yeah, I like their kettle kettle pop, <laughs> but I don't really care for their cheddar. Yeah. All right. Okay. But this is where it gets wild. So I had all those okay. things as like a snack at like ten thirty. Mm-hmm. I mean, to eleven thirty because you know the whole defrosting of the cheetable situation. Right, 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 right. Then. At like one, I had lunch of a huge amount of leftovers from last night, which was like a cheesy pasta with roasted broccoli. Mm, that sounds so good. And it was so good. And also in mushrooms and stuff and onions in there. But mm. it was so big and so filling that I was like, oh, this is, I'm going to be full for hours. Mm-hmm. Absolutely starving by three o'clock. <laughs> starving. <laughs> I ordered dinner because I was home alone. I was I ordered dinner as soon as I got home at like four fifteen. Because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm so <laughs> like I'm gonna die. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was the part that was crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um. That's excellent. Oh wait. Rate rate your rate your cheesy your cheesy the pasta. cheesy pasta was a ten out of ten. This is the best thing Blayburn has ever 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 sent me. I love that. So good. I love that. It was like best. It was literally like mac and cheese with like oh, mushrooms, gosh. breadcrumbs, onion, the whole thing. Perfect. But with a different noodle and then like roasted broccoli on the side. Was so good. That sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. Incredible. And rate is this? Did you get carnitas from the same place you've been getting it? Oh yeah, the exact same. You can't risk it with a new place, you know. Mm 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 mm. You just can't. Not when you what you have is so good. Exactly. Um, well, that's a 10 out of 10, dude. I love to hear that. I'm absolutely delighted by everything you eat. I'm absolutely delighted by the quantity you're eating. Um, it brings me a lot of joy to hear about. I love to hear about all of it. And I want I want this to be a segment, a recurring segment of where you list everything you ate in a day. Okay, perfect. That's beautiful. All right, dude. My beautiful <laughs> pregnant goddess queen. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your evening. Hope you enjoy whatever your pre-bedtime snack is. Um, I'm so full. Reviewers, you're all tens. You're uh, a ten. I salute you. I salute and... you, Fran. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and have a great rest of your week. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.